Hello, welcome to the Women in Faith podcast. I'm Stephanie Schwartz, the host of Women in Faith, and we are here to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. I'm back with my friends, Sherry Altman and Sharon Canavo. Sherry, you want to give us a few more things, insights about yourself? Sure. Um, I do love being an empty nester. It sounds a little <laughs> guilty to say that. Um but it's just nice to know that my children are sort of in charge of their own lives to some extent, and mm. I'm not. Yeah. So that does give my husband and I a little chance to travel now. Um, but more so, what I really love is it gives me an opportunity to be more involved here at Compass mm. and, yes. and with women. And I love the Women in Faith ministry. I'm involved in that as a leader. And it just gives me a great opportunity to talk to women in all stages of life mm-hmm. and seasons of faith and their journey, et cetera. So yeah. I love yes. that. Yes. Well, thanks for serving in that ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, what about you, Sharon? You want to give us some more about you? Sure. Um, as I said before, I'm married to Mario. And um, I, too, am an, an empty nester. And I think, um, you know, like I said, it can be fun. It can be sad. Sometimes I struggle with the... Um, you know, kind of the, I raised them up to be my friends and now they're never around. (laughs) They have new friends. (laughs) Called spouses. Wow. That causes me anxiety. Yeah, Yeah, totally. You never call me anymore. (laughs) You need to trust in God. So (laughs) to call me that easier said than done. (laughs) So basically what I do is jump in and get busy. Yes. So along with counseling, um, I am also a director with Sherry mm-hmm. on uh, Friday mornings at Navigating Motherhood. Sherry yes. does Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is just an amazing ministry. And then um, I also co-lead um, Home Fellowship oh, with fun. my husband. Yeah, I've been in her group. Fun. It's super fun. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you both so much for everything that you're doing down here for us at Compass Bible Church and especially the women of our church. Um, we're talking about anxiety, and we had mentioned last time Luke 12, 22, where Jesus came out and said to his disciples, do not be anxious about your life. And we were thinking maybe we've broken that command, uh, and we know that some of the women we've worked with have broken that command. So we're looking at anxiety, talking about anxiety, and this time we want to talk about anxiety that's due to our disobedience. And when I say Mm -hmm. anxiety, it's kind of in quotes Mm -hmm. because we're not talking about anxiety anymore. We're probably talking about conviction. Mm, Uh, The scripture said, yeah, Jesus said that when the Holy Spirit comes, he's going to convict us, convict the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. So one of the roles of God's Holy Spirit is to convict our heart. And even as Christians, he convicts us when we sin. And, you know, that conviction doesn't feel good. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times we'll say, oh, I feel so anxious. There's so much anxiety here, but it's really conviction Mm -hmm. that we're feeling. Yeah, we feel um, sorry for ourselves and self-pity, and that relates to anxiety, I think, for me a lot. You know, what was me? My life's so rough. Well, why is that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes. So we feel that conviction, and we often mislabel it as anxiety. Mm -hmm. Uh, Theologians kind of lump sins into two categories, sins of commission, where you're doing what you shouldn't do, and Mm -hmm. sins of omission, where you're not doing what you should be doing. So this time, we're going to kind of focus on that sins of commission. When you are just doing what you're not supposed to be doing, 
God's Holy Spirit is graciously convicting you and you're, you know, laying on your bed, whining and moaning mm-hmm. because you feel anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not yielding to God's Holy Spirit. You're shutting his voice out and you're saying, I don't mm-hmm. know why I'm so anxious all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's resisting creates tension. Yeah? Yes. And that yeah. tension we feel often is anxiety. Yes. Yeah? Yes, totally. And I mean, this probably sounds like a, a tougher word, but really it's it's rebellion. Yes. We are choosing to go against what God mm-hmm. wants us to do. Yes. Yeah. So we're rejecting, we're rebelling, we're resisting. We feel this conviction and right. we say we're anxious. Uh, I know that uh, women know, we as women know that we shouldn't be gossiping. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when we gossip, sometimes afterwards we feel convicted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we might walk away going, oh, I just am feeling so much anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Uh, have you guys seen that to be true at all? I've seen it in myself <laughs> to be true. Well, you, you also you get anxious about the relationship. Yes. And then you begin to worry, well, who's going to find out yes. that I said that? Yes. And you know, then next time you see her, you're a little bit tiptoeing around the situation, not knowing what she knows after you've gossiped about yeah. her. And I just think right. it creates anxiety in the relationship. Yes. But what we don't see is that's God convicting us that we need to make the relationship right. Yeah. And, and, you know, the thing about gossip is it is, uh, it can be so sneaky. Yes. <laughs> it's know? easy to rationalize. Too, it is so not easy really gossip. to rationalize. Yes. And it can start out as something positive mm-hmm. and all of a sudden you've got somebody mm-hmm. cooperating with you and it's turning ugly. Or just yeah. even exaggerating yes. to make myself look better. I yeah. think that's mm-hmm. probably my biggest problem with gossip. I don't go right out there and tell lies about people or share secrets, but I do tend to exaggerate situations. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, and then yes. I feel anxiety about that later because... Yeah, yeah I wrong. think we're all guilty of yeah. it. I yes. really do. I'm, I'm not sure I've ever met a woman who's never gossiped. Yeah. Well, she's right? not being honest. Yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> she hasn't. Yeah. Well, we're going to gossip about her. Yeah. Right, yeah. I was just going to say, are yeah. we gossiping right now? <laughs> yeah, I know for me, I think one of the areas that I get drawn into gossip in a an unusual way is just this fascination with the latest news mm. and the latest I headlines. About that before. And, That's yeah, true. what's going on? That's a good and, point. You know who got caught doing mm, what, yeah. and who's worse off than I am right, right now? We're yeah, peeking be- into other people's lives and watching what they're doing wrong. Yeah. Right, yes. it's that comparison trap is yeah. sort of gossip in yes. the sense that you're voyeuristically looking yes. into the lives of others, thinking I'm better than that. Yes, I used to it. read People magazine, and I loved some of the stories. Right. I remember thinking to myself, wow, I am so, and it sounds like a Pharisee now, but right. like, I am so glad I never would be like that. Right, right. And I had to quit, I had to quit my subscri- subscription because yes. God did convict me that yeah. that was a form of gossiping. Yeah. Yes. And since I'm thinking I'm better than them, and so right. I exaggerate yeah, for you. You know, what they're doing is worse, and then I'm not as bad. Obviously, yeah. I'm a much, yeah. much better person. Totally. Somebody else that's might read that and not be bothered by it. But right. yeah, for, for me, you to was, recognize yeah. that, that's. That's well, it took what we're only ten years about. of yeah. people subscription. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Yeah, well, I know for me too. One of the things that I do, unfortunately, is waste too much time mm-hmm. on the internet. Oh, and it really makes me feel quote unquote anxious. So yes. you, think, you think just the fact that time and yes. the amount of time you wasted is what I'm not God is properly about. Not even what you looked time. at. Right? Not even because it can what be I good stuff, at. right? Exactly. Well, and Stephanie, you are so busy that, and you're busy doing these incredible things, writing, um, you know, Bible studies and all of this. But honestly, I think you are hitting on something here because 
all of us are busy. We right. should be, right? We yes. should be busy mm-hmm. um, waiting, or um, not waiting on, but <laughs> raising our children and taking care of our husbands yes. and, and doing the things that God calls us to do. We are busy. Serving we were, in church, advancing exactly. his kingdom. There's so many good mm-hmm. things to do. Right. right. And, and it starts out good. I'm sure when you're on the internet, you're yeah. looking at important things that you need to do yeah. for some of your team. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, I there are times, there. and I do schedule times right. on my calendar yeah. when I can do that kind of stuff. But That's good. it's like I get, I, I start working and then I get bored. Right. Or, you know, I want to get sidetracked. I want to take a break. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's a time waste. Oh, it's so easy and to then, be half yeah, an hour I get down the back, road. Yeah, afterwards, and I feel that, conviction and I feel so anxious, you know, and just troubled or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's because I just spent 90 minutes, Mm -hmm. you know, just scrolling through junk And looking not at doing junk. What well, you could and there's have a lot of doing. gossip on social media. You know, yes. people will post things. Can you believe this lady did this? And this situation came again. up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think yes. the two of them kind of combined. Yeah. And we love to media, gossip, gossip. So we love to look at the latest. Right. Social media. Yeah. What are they saying? Right. And what do they look like? Where they go? Where they vacation? What are they wearing? Right. And we yeah. have to put our two cents in. And right. that takes time. Back, and back to the comparison. Yes. Right. And we get off and we just feel. And the social media. I mean, I didn't have that as, you know, a temptation 15 years ago, mm-hmm. but now oh, right. it's like it's just so true. constant. And it's, it's so quickly addicting. Right. Yeah. Um, yes. It's, and it's shocking to me how I'm feeling compelled all the time to check. Right. Constantly yeah. check on things. Yeah, what am I missing? Exactly. Totally. You know, and it creates that major mm-hmm. anxiety, yeah. mm-hmm. that major feeling of anxiety where it could be God's spirit just saying, why are you going mm-hmm. on there? Exactly. Right. Why are you, you wasting know, Stop this time. doing that. Yeah. Stop wasting your life. Stop looking at mm-hmm. that. Stop checking that. Yeah. You know, even when someone comments on someone's photo, it's like looking to see who that person is. And it's like, what is mm-hmm. this junk? Gosh, mm-hmm. it's scary, isn't it? It is scary. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And that creates that quote unquote mm-hmm. anxiety that's probably not real anxiety. No, it's, it's just, just you're convicted because you you're wasting your time right. and you're wasting your life. Right. And you, as uh, someone who has the spirit, you just recognize that. Right. Eventually, totally. Yeah. If you we do. acknowledge the conviction, that's really and what yet it is. And the draw, yeah, is there? It's yeah. so seductive. You know? Yes. Well, sin is pleasant <laughs> yes. for a moment. <laughs> yes, for a moment. Yes, right. until afterwards, you feel awful. Exactly. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. It's really and hard. We have to keep that in mind. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of addictions, I mean, there are people who are genuinely addicted mm-hmm. to things like drugs. That's true. Uh, pot's legal now, so right. people will smoke pot now, or even prescription drugs yeah. that they take, or you know, alcohol. My struggle many, many years ago was alcohol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it is brutal. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And so you know, people will be participating in these things, and they know that God's saying no. He's yeah. saying, you know what, stop. Don't be smoking pot. Don't be, you know, taking that prescription drug the way you are. Don't be drinking that alcohol habitually. Don't mm-hmm. be a slave to right. wine, right? Like right. the scripture says. I mean, right. I just you know, need that four o'clock glass. Yeah, or well, just I'm, looking forward to that glass. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, oh, that wine, that wine, that wine. Right. It's like then you feel convicted, right? And then you feel this gnawing anxiety, mm-hmm. and you don't know what the anxiety is, but it's just God convicting you, saying, you know, why are you? 
addicted to these things. Exactly. Well, even if you're not addicted, I think you get conviction that there are better things you could be doing. Right. Yeah. Especially as Christians, you know, we are called to do the best thing, not just the things that are okay. Right. Yeah. And I feel conviction and anxiety about that because I feel like I've wasted so, so much of my time that I could be really investing in other people or, right. you know, spending time in God's Word. Yeah. <laughs> and I think even in everything we're talking about, um, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, the addictions, if it, if it becomes that addiction, it's like you said, Stephanie, that, you know, we feel drawn to it. And I remember a friend of mine once saying, I need a drink. Mm. And I said to her at that point, I said, you know what, that's where the problem is. Right. Having a drink, is that a sin? No. But when you start feeling like you need a drink or you need drugs or you need any of the things, now we've traded God out for that item. And right. it's idolatry. It's sin. Yeah. And the scripture says, don't be filled with wine, but be filled so, with the Holy Spirit. Exactly. And when it's become to a point where you're now controlled by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's sneaky. you know before God in yeah. your heart. You know what? Totally. This is controlling me. You're feeling convicted, and now you're feeling like I'm anxious mm-hmm. all the time. Right. You're convicted. Stop. Repent. Don't do it anymore. Exactly. And the same is true with pornography. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all mm-hmm. the different ways that pornography presents itself to us, and it can be addicting as well. It's mm-hmm. not I mean, just a man's sin. It's not. It's right. not. not but anymore. those images, wanting mm-hmm. to see those things, you know, wanting to hear that sexual talk yeah. or have those sexual fantasies mm-hmm. or whatever I mean, it is. it can be so simple and so seemingly culturally acceptable nowadays. I mean, I find myself with um, certain TV shows that are super funny, but, um, you know, I walk away from them and I'm convicted. Why am I thinking that's so funny? There's things presented in that that is just absolutely in contrast with what God wants me to be doing, you know? And again, wasting time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Wasting time. So, you know, these are the type of things that we should not be doing. Gossiping, wasting our time, spending too much time on things like social media, addicted to drugs and alcohol, uh, getting pornographic images and thoughts into our brain. Mm. And when we do those things as Christians, we feel convicted. Mm, yeah. I mean, even non-Christians feel convicted about those things That's true. because God's yeah. spirit convicts the world. He's written and his law Yeah, on we our can't push that out and keep blaming mm-hmm. it on anxiety. We need to break the bondage to those things. We need to respond rightly to that stuff and say, I'm going to stop doing it. So I know you guys have both worked with a lot of women. How can you, how can we break the bondages to Mm -hmm. those sins that create those feelings of quote unquote anxiety or conviction? I mean, what's one of the first things we should do when we realize I'm doing something I shouldn't be doing? I think um, one of the things I just want to mention is is it may be anxiety because if we're not responding to the conviction, then it can turn into anxiety. So right. I think anxiety is a good flag for yes. us if we're feeling to anxious check to, our hearts. Yeah, that's a really good point. And to yeah. say, right. what am I doing that I shouldn't be doing? Right. Right. Yes. Well, and yes. I think you need to own it. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's easy to call it sin, yeah. but we need to own it in the sense of, I fully recognize that when I do this, this is um, rebellion or right. it's self, completely self-interest. Yes. Um, and it's going to create 
conviction. Right. So yeah. make the correlation between our sin and the conviction we're feeling. And right. to call it sin. And we yes. need to call it sin instead yeah. of, you right. know, thinking, well, it's not that bad. Right. right. I, just, I struggle with this. Yeah. People like to say, oh, I'm really struggling with yes. this. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. No, this is wrong. This, this is wrong. struggle or it's a habit. Or, right. Yeah. You yeah. know. I'm I, doing I, it in defiance of him. Right. Yeah. Direct rebellion mm-hmm. to what his design is need. for humans. Mm-hmm. And I need to stop. So we have to be Honest. We have to be with the honest. honest. And yes. it's so easy, even, you know, Eve, the very first thing is on Adam, they blame other people. Yeah. It's so easy for us to say, well, if I wouldn't be doing for... this if it wasn't for so-and-so. Yes. Yeah. We need to stop Human the blame nature. game. Right? Yes, yeah. totally. So we call it sin, we recognize we're in sin, and then we repent. What does repentance look like? And repentance means to turn, yeah. to turn away yes. from. Okay. Right. Replace what we shouldn't be doing with what we should be doing. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. stop doing so, it, which is Right. We're spending time on social media. Say. So not only stop social media, but do something to replace it that's, that's of value to God. That's a great plan. Right. right. Yeah. It's that forming that new habit. Yeah. Yeah. A new Very direction. Right? Or it may even be, I mean, if it's, um, if it's not an addiction, if it's not a horrible habit, mm-hmm. but you still feel like you're engaging more than you should... To be smart and to put time limits on it and just take control of it. Be yeah, in control. that's a good point. Take control. Right. Right. Take mm-hmm. control you of turn, it. That's right. right. Yep. And then, you know, what if we're at the point, though, where we're honest, we're trying this, we've called mm-hmm. it sin, we're repenting, uh, you know, we're, we know God's word says this is wrong, but we mm-hmm. are just really struggling. I mean, yeah. we're not saying we're struggling, but we keep falling, we keep doing and falling right. again. What would right. you give them any other tips or suggestions, anything well, yeah. we could do? Well, for me, I think for like gossiping or, cause I love telling stories and, mm-hmm. you know, I love talking about things and I've always loved talking about people, <laughs> um, which is why I love people magazine. Right. <laughs> but, um, I think for me, like when I saw gossip listed with other sins that mm-hmm. God considers so serious, mm-hmm. um, one who is a gossiper, you know, it's up there with orgies and sexual sins yeah. and murder. And right. when I realized the gravity of what God says about gossip, yeah. so I think we need to look at scripture and yeah. find out, well, what is God really saying about gossip? True. Because we know what man says about gossip. He says it's no big deal. Right. Right. And you know, you might, you know, want to hurt relationships by it. So that's a bad thing, but we don't really, I didn't really understand how much it grieved God mm-hmm. and just the category of sin that God had put it with. Yeah. I mean, even when you say that, Sherry, the things that come to mind are the fact that, I mean, Satan is the great accuser. And I think when we gossip, that's basically what we're doing. And we are, we are mimicking Satan. We're accusing other and people. being accusers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, these are God's creations, right? right? Um, made in his image, and here we are tearing them down. I mean, it convicts me just to even say that. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. It is. Right. Yeah, but I think when we see it that seriously, we're going to be way more motivated to do something about it. And that's the value of being in God's Word with us, because... If we don't know what scripture says about it, then mm-hmm. how are we going to be motivated to stop? Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And what about um, using the resources of godly friends or making yourselves accountable? Yeah. Is that helpful? Or what have you seen yeah. to be beneficial there? 
I think for accountability, you need to be with someone who doesn't struggle with that sin. I think the tendency is to be in a group or be with other people where they struggle and they know what you're going through. But I think on the other hand, they tend to excuse a lot more of the failures than someone who's stronger in that area. Mm -hmm. So I would, if you're going to be accountable, I would do it with somebody who's got a lot of strength in the area that you're the weakest. One of the things, I I love what you just said, because one of the things when I was going through counseling and being mentored through my first um, appointments, and I had this great mentor, and um, at one point something was really heavy that I had to deal with, and I said, how on earth am I going to do this? I have no experience with this. He said, Sharon, look for the common amongst the uncommon. And like what you're saying, so somebody thinks that they have to be with somebody else who's Mm -hmm. addicted so that they understand it. But the thing is, is what is common is sin. Right. And if we can look at the sin issue in it, then all of us who are Christians can hold somebody accountable because we get it. Mm-hmm. Right or or at least find find somebody who's come to the other side of it. Right, like maybe they have struggled with it, so they really do understand what you're going through. But they've had success in turning from their sin, fully repenting, and that behavior is now behind them. Yeah, right. So yeah, in that, that can sense, be very right, beneficial. That's beneficial. Yeah, I think they can be an encouragement, right. a great encouragement to that. Yeah, person. and I think being honest with people, just letting them know that I'm struggling, and. You know, I think saying it to someone out loud mm-hmm. brings a lot of right. heavier weight to yeah. when we yeah. do it because right. we know other people know we're doing it. There, yeah. there has to be a humility in it too because you can't wait for the accountability partner to contact you. You have to be willing to want this badly enough to be humble and contact them yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. when you're struggling. Mm-hmm. Well, we're out of time already. That was we quick. are looking, yes, at anxiety that's really results from conviction by God's Holy Spirit because we are doing things that we shouldn't be doing, uh, talking about the fact that we need to stop. We need to call it sin. We need to repent. We need to see what the scripture says about it. And if necessary, make ourselves accountable to somebody. And uh, I thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, like, and comment. You can even email us at wf at compasschurch.org with any topic suggestions or questions that you have. Next time, we are going to continue this talk because there's more about anxiety that's due to our own disobedience. There are things that God calls us to do that we don't do. That convicts us and creates this feeling that we often mislabel as anxiety. So we Mm -hmm. will look at that next time. That should be interesting. (laughs) Can't wait.